Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting, and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello, everybody. David here, and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thank you as ever for joining me today and we have got a great hot topic for any of you buyers out there. Um, it's a question we've had asked and in a number of different varieties but here we go with how to negotiate the best price when buying a property. So here are some top tips on how to negotiate that. Now, no matter what we buy, we all want to find the best price. And clearly, when buying a property, this is one of the most important factors. Buying a home is the most expensive purchase you're ever likely to make in your life, not to mention the most important. So it is essential that you find the best value for money deal. Now, there is two, at least two parties involved in a property deal, the buyer and the seller. And therefore, there's an opportunity to negotiate and come to a better deal that suits both parties. The seller is also likely to want to negotiate and obtain the best deal for themselves, but there are ways in which you can strengthen your negotiation position as a buyer, and that's what we're going to cover right now. Number one, then, is research the market. One of the strongest tools you have at your disposal when it comes to negotiating the best price is market knowledge and data. You need to make an informed offer, and this means that you need to review the market and ensure that you're offering a suitable bid for that property. If you bid below the expected value, your offer is likely to get dismissed quickly. If you bid more than the expected value, your offer may be accepted quickly, but you will pay over the odds. If you bid at the expected level, the asking price, you will remain in the running, but the seller may not be in any great rush to accept your offer. So as you can see, there's endless different ways, depending on the circumstances, that an initial offer um, can be received and start the ball rolling. So the more you know about the market, the better placed you will be to make an attractive offer, and this can stand you out from any other interested parties. Tied in with that then, number two, is know what the average is, not just price, but condition of a property. So when it comes to researching the market, don't just find out average property prices and values and stop there. You need to know what the average type of property is like in a local area, i.e. specification, age, general condition. Once you know what the average property is like and why the average price has been comprised in that way, you can make an informed judgment on how the property you're interested in compares to that average property. I.e. does it deserve a premium, for instance, because it's been renovated or extended? And that's how you can really drill down into um, taking the averages, taking the comparables, but then seeing where either the value adds are or why it deserves a lower offer. So maybe it does need complete renovation or maybe um, it doesn't have a garage and the average houses have garage and off-street parking. These are all things that you will find out through the market research. Number three then is ensure that you are in a stable financial place. 
Before you make an offer for a home, make sure that you are in a position to do so. Some interested parties will make an offer more out of hope than expectation and therefore, you know, arrange for a pre-approval on a mortgage and make sure that your finances are robust. This will allow you to make the best possible offer. When you're confident that your finances are stable, you enter negotiation with greater confidence and more leverage. A position of confidence will appeal to property owners, which can only be of benefit to you if you're looking to negotiate the best price. So by having everything organised, be ready, you've got your mortgage pre-approved, you've got your deposit ready. These are all things that once you um, make your offer, you can clearly show that to the seller or their agent and it puts you in a good position to anybody that has just made an offer pre-getting all that done because you know that can potentially take weeks um, to have in place. So and it and it gives you that confidence that you can go in, make the offer, stand by the offer with all of that um, information behind you. Number four then is make sure that you're ready to move. If you can show that you're ready to move quickly, you will strengthen your negotiating position. Many prospective buyers have caveats attached to their offer or there may be potential delays attached to the deal. If you've sold your home, you don't own a home or you're in a position where you can move home without too much notice, a seller is more likely to look at your bid seriously. This um, quite often comes down to things like chains as well. So if you're dependent on selling a property and therefore there's a chain involved, you know, that that can obviously um, impact your offer against somebody that comes in with no chain. And even if they're offering maybe slightly less, things like that are considered. So make sure you can be as ready to move as physically possible. Number five, then appoint a solicitor. Being able to move quickly is a very appealing trait to have when you're buying. So you can show that you're serious about the deal and that you're keen to process the offer by having professional assistance lined up. When you appoint a solicitor, you indicate you're ready to progress the deal and for a vendor looking to sell, this is a highly attractive feature that will stand you out from other interested parties. So again, it's almost backing up what you've done on the financial side, but now you're legally prepared as well. You've got a solicitor ready to go. Um, you know, you're, you're showing on each of these tips that you're not there to mess around and you're now you've made an offer, you're committed and you're ready to go. Number six then, are there aspects of your offer that you can use to leverage a better deal? It may be that aspects other than the price you bid for a property is the strongest aspect you can bring to the negotiating table. Many vendors are concerned about deals collapsing due to a break in the property chain. So if you're not part of a chain, like I said, this could be appealing to the vendor. If all other things are equal, a bid from an interested buyer that carries a much smaller likelihood of the deal collapsing will be much more attractive than an offer from an interested party who is part of a lengthy chain. Perhaps consider a financial agreement until exchange to secure the deal. Um, I've seen this happen before where both buyer and seller have agreed um, the property will come off the market, but they both put um, an amount of money with their solicitor to say to commit that they won't pull out of the deal. Um, if they do, that amount of money that they've put in the solicitor gets transferred to the other party. 
covers their costs and obviously remarketing the property. So um, it's quite a good way of seriously showing commitment and um, that money just sits with the solicitor. It doesn't get used in any way unless that clause is triggered that um, somebody wants to pull out the deal. So think a little bit outside the box. Look at ways of this is where the negotiation comes in from your agent is really what things can you offer that will swing it your way and confirm um, that you get that property. Number seven then is find out about what the seller is looking to do next. Now, sometimes the most important aspect of your negotiating position doesn't come from your strengths, but from your opponent's weaknesses. When buying a home, trying to find out about the seller, their motives for selling the home and what outcome they want to achieve when selling the home. The seller may have to sell quickly or they could be under pressure to obtain a certain level of income for the sale. If there are issues which impact on a seller's flexibility, you can utilise these matters to negotiate to an outcome that is better for you. If a seller must sell quickly, you can offer a lower price if you're able to conclude the deal at short notice. If a seller is looking to move abroad or is downsizing and has furniture, fixtures and fittings that you want, you can negotiate for these aspects to be concluded as part of the deal, knowing that the seller is unlikely to retain these items or need much persuading to sell them. Similarly, if you can make a cash offer as opposed to arranging a mortgage, make sure the vendor is aware of this aspect of your offer. It's not uncommon for property owners to accept a lower cash offer rather than a higher mortgage offer due to the benefits and certainty associated with the deal. So that's it. That's the seven tips to negotiate the best price when you're buying a property. Now you can see there that you know, all of these go to um, leveraging your situation, understanding the seller's position in the negotiation, and then making sure you've done the, the preparation work to be um, in a strong position to negotiate. If you haven't done that work beforehand, i.e. the research, the financial preparation, the legal preparation, before you put your offer forward, you are disadvantaging yourself. You're putting yourself in a weak negotiating position that if the seller comes back with a counter and you can't show that or you're not in that position, then immediately um, you're in a weaker position. So these are the skills that you um, employ your estate agent to do. They are expert negotiators. They do this day in, day out with hundreds if not thousands of properties um, and it's it's really about you working with your agent giving them all this information and understanding and putting yourself into um, that best negotiating position possible so i hope this really helps if you're um, out out and about perhaps coming up um, to making an offer please give us your feedback um, we'd love to hear what you're doing um, and how you're finding the market. Uh, again, please do reach out to us on our website, our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can catch us on askthestateagent.co.uk. Please do keep all the questions and topics coming. Um, we love doing this and helping people along their way, so please do 
send us all your comments, your feedback, your questions, your topics, and um, happy searching on the property market. So until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.